you today. This is so exciting because I love the welfare boot camp. Kind of, it doesn't matter where we are in equine assistive learning. Also, another acronym it's known for is EAL. But I do have to tell you, if anyone is doing this as a business, whatever you're certified in, in equine assisted learning, do not use the acronym EAL. Because if you use that, you will discover that it, the acronym actually means for English speaking. English uh, is the second language. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yes. It used to be ESL when I was a kid, but now yeah. it's E-A-S-L oh. sometimes or E-A-L. Yeah. There's lots of acronyms. Yeah. Anyway. Any Moodle. It's all about equine assisted learning this whole month of November. Yes, exactly. So we're going to do this little bit of a welfare boot camp because at the end of the day, if you are not taking care of your horses in not just like getting their feet done and their teeth done and stuff like that, but the whole welfare, like full rounded welfare piece, then you end up being a liability to not only yourself as a business, but as to EAL as a whole. So we're going to just kind of go through a few, yeah. little, few little topics on that. And we love to have questions too. So if you have any questions about horses or things that you've seen going on or anything along those lines, feel free to put them in the comments and we are happy to get back to you on them as well. Plus, Tell us who you are, where you're from, because it just makes us happy to know most of the time that we're talking to people. You bet. It makes us feel good. Yes. <laughs> so before we get into all of that, we'll go through our regular rigmarole, if you will. I think that's turned into one of my favorite words. I think it is, actually. Yeah. So the very first one here is that hashtag. Holy jumping tuna fish. And this one is if you hear something that blows your mind or knocks your socks off or anything else like that today, please let us know because then we'd like to provide more information about those topics to you as well. Plus, the little tuna fishy guys make us happy. Oh, we got rid of the dip. Jessica from Vermilion. Very nice. And then, of course, share this baby out because sharing is, in fact, caring. That's right. That's why those little hearts are there after the share, share, share. Because if there's other people that you know, maybe even not in the equine assisted learning no. side of things, on the horse side of things, or thinking about being in the horse side of things, this might be a great one for them to tune into as well. So share this baby out as well. And then, of course, the lovely hashtag of we are life changers, because that's not just us. That's not just our horses. That's all of you guys out there. All of our horses, all of our everybody has the opportunity to impact a life in a positive way every single day that we live and breathe. And we always kind of go back to it really comes down to kindness. In a lot of ways, it comes down to that kindness factor and making sure that we are presenting ourselves and reacting to other people in a way that is of integrity and with kindness. Mm -hmm. Smile at people. I sometimes often wonder, do people know what integrity really is? Because it really is yeah. doing the right thing when no one's watching. So what, what are we all doing when we're just on our own in our own little world, right? That's true. Those mm. people that hide behind keyboards. That's the old thoughts. Get, right? I, Nobody's watching people necessarily. People can sure say a lot behind a computer screen. It absolutely amazes my brain. Yes. Oh, and I love we got somebody in from Western New York State as well. Oh, welcome, welcome. It doesn't say your name, but we're saying hello <laughs> either way. So just remember that you have the opportunity to change life every day just with a little bit of kindness. Do something smile. nice. Smile at people. Wait. If somebody lets you in on the road, just a little way. Yeah. It's nice stuff. Yeah. Because people's days. Then you get foul because you let them in and then they didn't say thank you. And then <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're like yeah, rude. Geez, why did I do that then? <laughs> exactly. And then, of course, if you're catching this on replay, make sure to throw in your comments or questions as well and who you are and where you're from because we love to come back and say hello to you and say thanks for joining. Oh, it's Jim. Welcome, hey, Jim. Jim. Jim from New York State, Western New York State. Okay. And then, of course, I guess who we are. 
Just yeah, we always got to do that. We actually have to write it down Oops. now because we kept forgetting through our other lives. I don't know why. Everybody doesn't know us yet. I don't understand. Right? I know. Yeah. <laughs> so my name is Carolyn Charles. I'm the director of sales and marketing, as well as an instructor and facilitator for the Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning. Hi, everyone. My name is Carrie Fulnick, the founder of the Equine Connection, a master instructor helping people globally around the world do what it is that we do and that's the greatest job on living earth that's why true. you get to be with a horse and working with this horse and understanding their culture and their language because the welfare of the horse comes first in this certification we do not use horses we actually partner and allow them to teach why through objectively driven programs that have results for the humans who come in to help themselves to be able to move forward and they're so empowered because they're actually learning it from a horse versus us as the humans. So it's kind of like they're doing therapy, if you will, on their own because they're actually learning to figure out how to solve uh, their own problems to their own life mm -hmm. and working with that and moving forward because the number one thing is the horse has to always feel safe. So, of course, our clients, your clients, always fall in love with the pony <laughs> pones. And I do call them pony pones, but uh, we know they're horses. <laughs> We're aware. Although we call the ponies horses. So yeah, I'm not sure. A little, a little dyslexic on that one. It is the beautiful behavioral change, though, that happens in the moment. That's where people kind of make that self-discovery of, okay, so when I was with the horse, I adjusted this. This was the outcome. When I'm in life, because everything has to come back to how is it going to apply to real life. When I'm in life, if I make that same behavioral change, I can expect a similar outcome and how it will work. So whether it's working on leadership or communication skills, any sort of really soft skill that we can move forward yeah. with that are sometimes hard to measure, but so necessary in oh, life. Especially communication. Huge, huge just communication. And those are the ones that these horses will help us to build and bring back to everyday life so that we can really function like ourselves in an yeah. authentic way, right? Absolutely. It's not the right way to do it. It's us that's the way to do it. You know, thinking of this, because again, you know, you to me, when you're in this business, you can be a liability in equine assisted learning. Well, in any equine, anything, because these horses, they're huge. Mm -hmm. And of course, we all know they're a prairie animal. And because not all of us, but most of us hopefully do who are working with them. And with prairie animal, we know that they feel and react versus let me think about it before I move. So that's really a key piece. And that's why being in business, it's really important to regularly do your check-ins. Are you a liability to your business? Mm -hmm. Are you a liability maybe to yourself? Because, you know, sometimes we get complacent because we've been with the same horse or pony for so long. And we're like, oh, no, this horse will never yeah. do anything like or that. Or scary words like bomb-proof. Exactly. And this is where we really have to be careful because we have to always know a horse can only think, act and respond like a horse. They will never think, act and respond like a human ever, 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 ever. It doesn't matter how many tricks you ever teach them to do. They can't be a human because they're not built that way. So when we understand how the horse's culture and language actually works, this helps us to keep their number one piece, which is safety at the forefront of everything that we do. But when we lack in that mm -hmm. safety piece, you see, now we're not only jeopardizing our horse's welfare, but we're actually jeopardizing the clients that come in. And Absolutely. I think being in business, we have to regularly do those check-ins. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Because, I mean, <laughs> even I remember I was 
this was a few years back, but I broke my, my toe because you see, I was to me in that little bit of a complacent state working with my same horse. And we all have, I mean, yeah. It's everybody's just, walked in the danger zone. Everybody's walked under a neck. Everybody's huddled. Oh my across. goodness. We do, yeah, but we have on. to be yeah, exactly very aware. And then when I broke my toe, I'm like, Carrie, that was 100% your fault because you weren't watching, you weren't doing what you normally do when you lift up a foot. Right. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's like even wearing sandals with horses. I know many of us have done that. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, we have to be vigilant and being responsible for our own safety as well, because woo, haka, baka, Joe Tucker, when you get stepped on by a horse, they wreck that little human body quite nicely. And especially if you are working with clients, like what the groups that we work with, a lot of times they'll come in with flip-flops on or something mm. along those lines. And that just, it, it's not good because that's not only does it affect our problem, program if they get stepped on or something like that which if they got stepped on with decent boots on we've got nice deep sand here yeah. it's not gonna i mean it's you're not gonna be like that feels great it's a massage you'll it'll still you know you'll feel it but you're not gonna get a broken foot you know all those pieces because we've got that in place already but if you're wearing flip-flops out there it's gonna hurt and we don't want that because it affects our program our business our business and Equine assisted learning as a whole. If we have people out there that are constantly getting hurt, mm -hmm. that word is going to spread. So we did do a live a few weeks ago on are you a liability, but we went super off track. So we we're, we're coming back to it a little bit yeah. here because and full circle. So, and even taking that into accountability. So what we have done to, like my husband always says, there is never a problem, only a solution. So keeping in mind, being in business with horses and not wanting to be that liability, we actually have a closet full of boots and shoes. Yeah. Because and socks, mish, mish, mitz mash. Yeah, all the ones that come from your dryer that yeah. the on took the other one. <laughs> yeah, those socks. Exactly. So we have everything available for when our clients do come in and maybe they didn't check the email to make sure they were wearing the proper footwear. We always have nobody goes into this arena. And I mean, again, you know, we're even paying for insurance and all of those pieces that you have to be when you're in business. So it's really important that you're setting up your business or what you already have, or even just, again, working one-on-one -on -one with your own horses, be prepared and be ready. So safety is the number one. And be diligent <clears throat> with it. That's where you can't constantly since you do as a business owner, as even, a, I don't care if it's a boarding stable or whatever else, it's, it's yours. Mm -hmm. So you have to make sure that you are diligent with those safety aspects and not getting to that complacency place. Again, you know, if you're doing it yourself, that's one thing, because if you get hurt, that's on you, <laughs> right? Yeah. But when you're doing this kind of thing with clients, that's on all of us really at the end of the day. So you have to make sure that the horse's welfare and your human's welfare are always coming into account. And of course, if we are keeping our horse safe, that in turn keeps so people our safe. people safe. And this is why anything in equine assisted learning, because this is going to be our topic of the month, equine assisted learning. And when I started 2008, let me tell you humans, nobody even heard of equine assisted learning when I started trying to explain to clients why they want to come and take this. They had no idea because well, blink, 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 blink. they yeah. just didn't get on like, like horse assisted, like the horse, assist you in learning skills to become strong they were like so they ride them cuckoo no cuckoo. it was <laughs> yeah. oh there's a lot of years of work for this people so even in that idea of what is equine assisted learning and that's why it's so exciting and understanding that 
It is the horse that's actually assisting in that learning process. And that's why it's so important that we not be the liability in this field. I remember that uh, when I first began, I had heard of a different certification. I thought I wanted to go check it out and see what was happening. And wow, people were walking under the horse. And my brain was like, that is such a liability because see, now I'm in the equine assisted learning field. What if that equine assisted learning field (laughs) certification actually had an accident with those humans who are walking underneath the horse. It actually panicked me. I'm like, this is not safe, not safe, not only for the horse, how unfair to the horse. So that was just a prey animal. And that's his most vulnerable place. And us predators are walking under them. But what's the purpose? This is where the the people side gets money. Because people start, when you're in a facilitation or you're doing it kind of assisted learning, people start listening to the people problems or make it about the people. And that's when it turns that we're using the horses. Like that's a situation that is pure using because oh, you're not sure. thinking about their welfare. Their welfare. And what what does that feel like for a prey animal to have a predator crawl underneath their soft underbelly? Right? Because when you think of it that like that, you're like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, no, that's not fair. But I get where people's thought process was is that, oh, yeah. people are building this, you know, relationship that they can crawl under there, but they're not thinking, is this fair to all parties? Right? Like, it's not, I can see where the human brain, but you're not really? considering all parts of the process in that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, exactomundos. Yeah. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. No. That's no. in so many cases in life. Right? <laughs> that is a good statement right there. Just Absolutely. Can, does not mean you should. So even for ourselves, hey, Jennifer. I yeah, just I saw love you. that one. Closed-toed shoes are mandatory at my farm. Mandatory. You bet. Um, I love the closet of extra shoes. It is a great idea to have. And we have a closet full of coats and gloves yeah. and all kinds of great things. Just because we just know as humans, for some reason, we sometimes forget. And we work with a lot of at-risk youth and that sort of thing. And that's not always something that they have. So it's just- We just supply. And I always think it's beautiful, you know, when you count on your community, let your community know how you are running this beautiful equine-assisted learning programs to help humans move forward. They want to help you if you need donations, you know, on Mm -hmm. coats and boots and and even helmets, if you're bringing helmets into your program. that's another piece that's really crucial. So even for us here, again, we're doing that checklist of, are we a liability? Cause we don't want to be a liability. We always want safe, safe, safe. We have our little safety plans that we have in our little classroom and out in the arena, just again, keeping on that straight and arrow with the safety, straight and narrow, straight and narrow, not the straight and yeah, like our, our exit and everything, those ones. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And we have the exit the signs, plans. the emergency plans. We have our 911 in the arena. Mm-hmm. Again, just in case something seriously did ever happen, we have a muster point because everybody who comes into this facility, we always want to prepare them that we first look after a safety and then we go into the programs, but everybody knows the safety piece before we begin. Even ensuring you have a phone. Um, yeah. Like if something were to happen, you need to make sure that you have a phone in there. So not everybody or your clients needs to bring in one, but you got to make sure somebody has the ability to call for help if necessary. First aid stuff. I mean, there's 
just a plethora of things that you can do to make sure that you're dotting your I's and crossing your T's to get the initial safety piece under control. But it's not just about having all of that. It's it's living with your horses in a way that you can help them to always feel safe as well. And knowing them, I think is huge. Oh, knowing your horses and who you're working with is massive. Absolutely. But I mean, we, I've always said this, even when we're certifying and we're helping people do what we do and they come for the three day hands on training, because sometimes, you know, we're we're horse people, we have our skill, and then you come for training, and it's like forget it. you forget that you have any skill to work Somebody with a horse. horse. Yeah, it's that's what people always say. It's someone else's horse. But here's the thing. This is not true. Horses speak one language globally around the world. One language. They're not hearing English, Spanish, uh, French. That's not what they hear. They hear through what's inside of us as humans, if we're on the same path and our stimulus, or if it's all messed up and confused inside, and that's the stuff that's going to our horse. So if we know globally around the world, horses speak one language, that means wherever we are, anytime we are encountering working with a horse, whether it be yours or someone else's, you owe it to the welfare of the horse to keep him safe. So if you see a horse is not safe, adjust yourself so that he's got a safe human to be with. This is crucial to the welfare of who it is that they are. And they're relying on as humans because see, as humans, we've tried to recreate that they must come to our world and think our way. Well, yeah, that's impossible. <laughs> we took them from their world and put them in this human world. Now it is our responsibility to actually understand their language, their culture, so that we can now help them to feel a safe place. Because here's the thing too, if you're over desensitizing your horse to the nine, does that really make them safe? And, and again, even that desensitization piece, it's it's different than them being curious and understanding for themselves versus having a bag flap behind them is a very different piece. That's like, typical desensitizing, but that just means that they're allowing it to happen, but not understanding it. Mm. And that can be a pop-off explosion one day too. And that's, I think what I was meaning with knowing your horse, it's not just knowing your horses, but knowing how a, how a horse works. Mm -hmm. What are you looking for in the signs of everything like that to make sure that you are acknowledging where that horse is at instead of going to that tool place or saying, oh, the horse's head is super high up there. It's because you did this and that it, we don't always know it's for the people to figure out those pieces and fill in the blanks for what the horse is saying, not for us to say what humanism pieces no. we think a horse might be saying or trying to get to. And I'll, I'll let Carolyn read this, Rita, but that I was going to bring this up actually next. So it's really cool that you, uh, you put this in. Do you want to read this? One? I, yeah. <laughs> it looks so, is the font smaller than usual or is it I, further I, I than usual? I don't know. <laughs> but you <laughs> have younger go. eyes because you're okay. younger. Yes. <laughs> Weird. So on the safety liability aspect, how do you handle the day when the horses are just off? For example, today we had a farrier out trimming our trained horses, trained in capitals, <laughs> and we have a cold front coming in and the wind is blowing 40, 50 miles per hour. All the horses acted like unhandled two-year-olds in the barn today. I thought, good grief. I'm so glad this wasn't an EAL day. <laughs> How would you handle a day like that, though, if it had been? We've seen these days. Oh, we, should, <laughs> yeah. we sure have. And I, I just love the way you said that, too, because isn't that just like having children and, you know, you're so 
happy because your kids are so respectful and they really look up to you and then other people come around or they go to somebody's house and pick the leather off their chair like yeah that kid did that but (laughs) we totally understand now here's the thing even for our eal the one key component is yeah there is going to be some off days with our horses why we're also going to be off like even if you think about even what you just went through so you've got cold okay there's a windstorm coming in think about where all the humans are at right now with the horses mm-hmm. going we're out wanting to get, to get the job yeah. done fast then the horse isn't reacting the way we're wanting him to our stimulus goes higher and higher because all we want to do is get the job done so you see even though we're not able to get back to our patient piece because see, we're thinking of all of these things that are happening right in front of Mm -hmm. us. We've changed our stimulus and it happens in the arena as well. So even for our clients who cannot make the change inside, they can't get their breathing down. The horse keeps moving. Of course, now they're moving and living in fear, our clients. So if you can't step in and help save the horse by helping the horse come down, to a safe place again, because humans, they could be trying, but remember we're human. So we do a lot of thinking Mm -hmm. and we're not sure how to completely get our think and feel on the same page. We definitely step in. And the first thing that I personally do, Carolyn might have her different system. I say, hey, do you want me to take, I'd say Brandon, the horse, do you want me to take Brandon for a sec? And they're gonna say, sure. Because right now they are feeling very scared. So you see, as soon as they release the horse to me, they're already feeling lighter because you've taken away the pressure of how that horse is reacting. And then now we'll say, hey, so you guys, you've tried communicating and they're going to say, yes, you've been working together as a team, as I've seen. Do you think that Brandon could just be having an off day? Do you think maybe teaching is just not where he wants to be today? So I still try to facilitate it because I want to see what the non-horse people or clients say. And lots of times they say, yeah, sometimes I feel off or sometimes I'm just not having a good day. So then I'll say, so do you think we should give him a break, let him go out, be a horse, and let's see if we can bring in another horse teacher instead? So we can do things like that to help the humans because I agree. If your horse is off and you, well, you'll see it because your horse is speaking to you. You know, you can't get that horse calmed down. And sometimes even when we come in, Mm -hmm. we're still bringing more pressure to that horse because we're upset that our horse is reacting like this. So always remember, we too are bringing that in. The safest place for everyone to be is the horse going bye-bye out Mm -hmm. because how are you going to get non-horse people to be able to make that change fast enough for your horse to feel safe. So it's, and it's fine. Totally. And it depends on what it? level. Well, I was going to say that the, do you want me to hold the horse is definitely one too. Cause that oh, just takes you that, do that too. Yeah. Right. That takes that pressure off huge. But then probably one of my first questions would be, where is everybody at? Mm. Right. Because a lot of times just expressing, I'm freaked out. I'm frustrated. I'm nervous as hell, whatever it may be. Just expressing is like, and it's authentic. So all of a sudden <laughs> their horse feels better from that already. And if you get a little bit of a reaction of like, okay, we're coming down a bit, then I would go to the breathing. Yeah. Okay, so when's the last time anybody took a, like a full breath, <laughs> right? Or something that's going to make them laugh or something along those lines, because then if the people can start coming down, we can bring about, okay, has our horse changed? If our horse is still, then 
Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree with dough. what Carolyn's saying. This piece has to be first. Yeah. The, my piece and our piece at the end would be they've done everything. You've done your totally. step ins a few times, but now it's still getting too much because you're hot. Your horse is super high still. And, and you, you can, you'll be able to feel that. Oh, yeah. Because there's times where we're holding that horse and the people are like, I'm breathing. <laughs> right? <laughs> Whatever's happening is not happening. And then you, you can feel it. I swear to you, through the lead rope, this is this is not going to get better right now, right? However, after all that's said and done, you do let your horse go and that sort of thing. You got to check in with them after mm. because you got to make sure we're still maintaining something for them so that the arena, working with us, all of that is still a safe place and going to check in, okay, is this a reaction to the stimulus that was happening right then or is it something going on with our horse? We need to know about that maintenance piece and ensuring that we're keeping our horses feeling safe all the time with us as well. And I love what you had just said. So again, thinking, are you a liability mm -hmm. in your equine assisted learning? The one piece with that with your horse as well, you can't let a high horse. Now, again, this is the human and understanding how a horse thinks, acts and responds. Here, this horse is high, 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 can't settle down with the other humans. You're going to take care of him now. All the options have been done for safety alone for the horse. You are now going to take that horse out. One thing I always say to my clients first, and I'll say, what's the number one thing our horse needs to feel? They're going to tell me safe. I'll say exactly. So before I let him go out to the other horses or go out to the field, I have to know that he's back to being respectful with this line as well of not, you know, running all over me or, or moving or, or not moving, whatever the case may be. So uh, I always let them know. So to keep my horse safe, to keep Brandon safe, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to do a little bit of work with him before I just take him out. And I have the people watch me, but it's very important to let your horse still leave uh, that safety line. That safety yeah. line is to me is always the respect line. Because you don't want to go out later and bring him in to do that. You want to do it in the moment so your yeah. horse is feeling at least he's listening to you, the most important person in the arena, the leader, that he is listening to you before you actually send him out of his way. Does that help, Rita? I hope it does a little bit. And then if you're on your own too, because we facilitate together, but if you're on your own, you have one group that's still going through things and then you are working with a horse real quick, it's okay to make sure everybody's safe. Okay. Guys, I'm just going to work with this horse real quick so that you can still, you know, make sure everybody's in a really good spot and the horse is in a good spot and everything is managed. It's a lot of managing. <laughs> like there's some balls in the air with all of this too. Oh, great. Right. Perfect. Thanks. That helps a ton. And thank you for the laughs too. <laughs> we do. We live to serve. Well, today. you know, it's so funny because I knew we were doing this live today and we have a uh, horse that has oh, something. something really bad. Yeah. We don't so, know what, no, what. it's really bad though. Like she can hardly even walk. So of course we've got her in a nice little penned in space to keep her safer. So every morning I go out there at 5 a.m. Now it's pitch dark here in Alberta. Now today we have a winter storm, north wind blowing. I am being blown away. I can't see nothing. And I have a little flashlight that doesn't help me see because all the snow <laughs> is coming into my flashlight. Now I have to cross a fence to get the bales of hay, because we have round bales, but for this horse who's pen, I have square bales now. So I'm crawling through the front fence, and I mean, I can't see anything. Now, when I come and I've got all my flakes of hay put together, guess what? All of the other seven horses are now at this fence line where I am. 
Now I'm like in my mode of, I don't care where you are. I am crawling (laughs) out from this, holding my flakes of hay. And I got my shoulders moving because I'm just going to that pen so that they are not wanting to eat it. And I laughed after because I thought, hmm, are you a liability? Are you actually looking for safety? Are you just charging through like a bull, a human bull? I I know what to get you for. I don't buy gifts or anything. We don't do that part anymore. You just bought me a t-shirt. Oh yeah. You just gave it to me. That's true. I did do that. I bought something nice. (laughs) I I forgot to give it to you for like three months. She doesn't buy me gifts. No, (laughs) but uh, a headlamp. Oh, a headlamp. That's what you need. But I have one actually in the tack room. Well, that's what you should use. That's actually kind of smart. Now I wouldn't be a liability. Smart. Oh, I'm going to get myself the old coal miners light. Yep. I think you should. Okay. Because no, you get, well, and again, you're trying to get a job done. Sometimes it turns into pure chaos because you're just so task focused. And something I see, I say, and I think you say it now too, is task versus team. Mm, right are we task or are we team because when you're working with horses you got to have the team side going too if you're all task it's just going to go to hell in a basket because you forgot about a whole live living breathing member of the team it's just i'm getting that hay out you're (laughs) forgetting about the live member of the team which (laughs) is you in that instance yeah task only no it can't be me us who are sending you the bad weather read up Oh no, it is because it's coming from the north. Yeah, oh, we might darn be. it. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome. You, you won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But the, the, you know, those are just really well, I think it's the biggest thing. I think always questioning, are you a liability? We have to always look inside of us first. Are we being so human that we're forgetting to understand what that horse is? And remember, the horse can only think, act, and respond like a horse. A horse can never, ever, 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 never, never think like a human. And I know sometimes in the olden days when I first started, I remember saying things like, oh, my horse thinks this, or my horse is feeling like that. Like I was putting human words, yeah, into who he was, but that's not true. Like a horse isn't looking for a friend. A horse is looking for a leader. Why? The number one thing a horse needs to feel is safe. Being a leader, whether however you want to think about this, if that means friend to you, then that means friend. But at least the leader part of the friend is keeping your horse safe because that's what the horse is always looking for. And if you don't give him the leadership, he's going to take over because it's for life and death. Because remember, a horse is always, always thinking two things. What's going to kill me? And what already has like what's already this, here to kill me. That's what's right. Like what's going to. Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. the way they think. And it's because they're a prey animal. Yeah. It's it's really interesting when you think about the fact that you stop putting the humanisms on them. And I okay, we all have done it before. We're like, oh, he's just like this. Right. We get that. But at the same token, you have to be really careful to ensure that you're not going to that place where you are giving them a human emotion because then you're not listening. Mm-hmm. right and think how it feels for us as humans to not be heard. heard you think about the horses not being heard well to them that means they're unsafe right that's the first piece is they're the, now they're unsafe because they aren't feeling heard that way do draft horses also think this way horse is a horse yep you betcha equine family drafts yeah mm-hmm. equine family absolutely yeah and it's a, a side note with this is they don't have that prefrontal cortex piece of their brain that thinks the same way ours does so the problem solving or thinking reactive, like if I act this way now, 
tomorrow I'm going to get this outcome. They don't have that piece in them at all. So we have all they can be is right now in the moment. That's it. That's why it's so exciting to work with horses because you see as humans, we do a lot of thinking because that's, Way it's great that we have a brain that helps us to create and do things and, and solve problems. But you see like even horses, they're not solving problems. Like that's no. not what their brain is there for. It is eating. It is moving. It is when something scares them, they have the ability for flight in any direction. And remember, horses don't move backwards. When this is in flight, they're always moving forward. Actually, wild horses, if you look at that, they're not moving backwards in the herd. They run they're, away. They're yeah. always moving forward, eating. Then they lift up their head and they move again. Because horses have to continually move. They don't stand in one place and gorge. Not wild horses. Yeah. They do not gorge because they cannot be so full that they cannot run as fast as they possibly can. So working with horses is brilliant because they react from the feel of unsafety where we in unsafe situations, this can be for drugs, being in the wrong place at the wrong time. This could be abuse. This could be anything where we know we should have flight because we've got that ability, but then we take it to our head well. and we'll say, well, he apologized or, you know, no, I won't ever do that again. It was just, just a one-time thing. You see it? Like we start, making it to be okay in our brain where horses don't do that. No. They're like, holy Toledo's, whatever's coming at me through this stimulus, it ain't safe. I got to go. I like the way Lisa said that to you. What's going to kill me and do I have to leave or to get out of here now? Like, oh. right? Like what's going to kill me and do I have to flee? Oh. That that makes sense too, because they, that's, is it time to go? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, horses are, I don't think we as humans on earth will ever have all of the knowledge. Mm -mm to be able to completely understand them. But I do have to say it's very exciting because I'd say for the last 10 years, you see a lot of our horsemanship trainers as well, going from this old cowboy horsemanship way to this beautiful, we got to connect. We need to hear, we need to have communication. I remember, well, when I was doing the pen for our horse Roxy's got a really bad leg that I don't know if she can be fixed. Something's, happening. Something's going on. Yeah. But anyway, as I'm cleaning out her pen, one of our horses comic came up and now he usually doesn't come up to just talk. So I thought, well, this is kind of interesting because he intentionally came over to me as I was cleaning. So I stopped to listen. So then I say to comment, what do you want me to know? Now I'm not great at this yet. I'm not, I'm really trying very hard. And he looked at me and he gave me his ear. And I'm like, oh, I, I need a, I need, I need something more. In English, please. Yeah. <laughs> so then, of course, I, I said, okay, well, you just stay here, buddy. And I, I finished doing my, my raking. But then he moved into me again. So now I'm like, this is where my brain is like, why did he intentionally come in? What is he trying to tell me he needs help with? Now, here's the thing. I want you to understand what did happen is I went to my, my sixth sense, my gut. I did, and I said, it is at his feet. Mm. But I didn't act on my beautiful intuition like a horse does. I let it pass, and then the next day when I came out, Comet was limping. I'm like, crap! Like, he came mm. up to me, 
my gut said feet for whatever reason. Cause I mean, it's not like he's a, he didn't say yeah. that. So it's just, my gut did something when he intuitively came to me to do something and I didn't act on my intuitive piece. I said, okay, human, I guess I don't understand what you're saying there, buddy. And I left. Yeah. So did you check his feet out? Well, then of course we did have to check his feet and now nothing was in it, but or no, that's not true either because it was so heavy, you know, with uh, the, the mud and everything and it, it was molded. Yeah. We weren't sure if a rock came out of it or not, but uh, he is getting better. Everybody who's concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. No, it really is interesting. So yeah. I think as equine assisted learning, always make sure what kind of equine assisted learning are you doing? Are you interested in creating for your own business? Really? search out what is the best one that fits for your life and how that rolls because any of us and i love the umbrella of equine assisted learning and we all have to work together to maintain to me the welfare of the horse comes first not using but working with the horse and when we can all do this then we won't be a liability in the industry but i tell you when we have some scary freaking things going on out there i mean sometimes you know a two-day workshop in you can put up a shingle that says you're doing the equine therapy that scares the living peepees out of me with no work. Right. Yeah. You can just throw it. There's not no. a regular, uh, yeah. Reg regulatory body, a governing body. Thank you. Yeah. No, it was, but it doesn't start with an R. No. Yeah. <laughs> but there isn't we that should have one. necessarily. And it's, well, I mean, there's, there's forces moving towards that as well, but no, do I get on this? Do you? Okay, little soapbox moment. It's the same with the therapy side of things. If you're doing equine assisted learning and you're not a therapist, don't be hopping into somebody's psyche to try to fix something out. You don't belong there. You are not an electrician. You don't fix the wires kind of deal, right? You're not so, degree. Don't touch the psyche. Don't do it because you can do a lot more harm to people than good. And that's a part of being a liability to equine assisted learning or to equine assisted therapy as well. We aren't therapists. We know touchy psyche. We help people develop life skills so they can move forward in their lives from exactly where they are. And that to us is huge and beautiful and we absolutely love doing it. It doesn't mean there isn't a purpose for all of the different formats of equine assisted learning or anything else like that. And a purpose for the therapy side of things as well. We love it. Mm -hmm. But if you're not a registered therapist, don't say you're doing no. therapy because you shouldn't be doing it. No. See, did you see that? I took that soapbox Woo! and really you smushed it into a little pee. Yeah, because usually I want that one. <laughs> quite some time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I took it yes, down. She does. No, that yeah. was good. So again, just do your check-ins and remember, even with yourself, don't ever get complacent to say, oh, my bud, I've been with him forever. He loves me so much. Mm -hmm. And yes, he, he does. He would not do that. Remember, a horse can only think, act, and respond like a horse. If something did freak the living peepees out of him and he does something and you say, whoa, I've never seen him do that before. It's not because he's thinking about it. He's no. only reacting from that stimulus. So don't get complacent. Always be safe. Even when I go out to work with the herd, except for this morning at 5 a.m., I do have to tell you, I always say to the eight horses, I say, I am human, you're horses. So remember, human, so don't come and crowd me when I'm wanting to just be, because they like to, well, we all like to yeah. hang together, right? So it's really important that they too understand human, little body, 
course, you ginormous body, body yeah. <laughs> and you just react versus I'm going to think about things for a while. Yeah. And I love even the question about the Clydes too, because people, yeah, I love the, the Clydes, the gentle giants, the lovely Clydes are with the minis too. People forget that yeah. they're horses, horses are horses of horse people. Mm -hmm. Listen to them and understand that that's how they speak. They don't, they're not humans. No, <laughs> they are horses. So I hope we can uh, get a whole bunch of you for this month. We're really going into a whole bunch of different things in equine assisted learning, whether it be programs, whether it be lessons, whether it be instructional pieces, how whether how it works, yeah. <laughs> how did clients come out of it, how they just running through the whole gamut of everything. So bring your questions along, join us because what a great day, especially when it's snowing out, bring your hot chocolate, stay in your jammies. And just have a great day of learning more with equine assisted learning, but the right way and making sure the welfare of the horse is first. And then you no longer are that liability to your business or to yourself. Sometimes, actually, when you think about that, we should just ask, ask ourselves daily, Carrie, are you a liability to yourself today? Take it down, breathe. Be patient, be calm, and it always feels better versus reactive. Uh, Lisa, it's funny. When I was a teen, my horse was my best friend. Mm. And I remember one day he came to me to bite me. <laughs> and that always comes up in my mind because something was up with me that day, not him. Right? Yeah. It's, and, you know, there's, there's so many aspects of it that we can take on that we we're bringing a stimulus to things. But you have, like we've said, a horse is still a horse is still a horse. And if they feel unsafe, they have to go. That's just how they live and breathe is that their safety must come first. And so by always putting in the fact that my horse would never, you're really not doing them justice because no. they could absolutely take flight or do what they need to do to feel safe at the end of the day. And they're not going to go out of their way to hurt you by any means ever, <clears throat> but they still could. And they're big. You're little they're big. Yeah. <laughs> and just to end off with, here's another important piece too. So Mr. Chris Irwin, for those of you who know him, I just, I absolutely love him. He's a great horse person. That's cool. Yeah. He is a really great horse person. And he's been here before as well. And, you know, one thing we always say is it's us that our stimulus is going to our horses. And, of course, you know, making them feel unsafe. Now, it's not always that way, though. Like, here's the thing that we have to also know. Because safety doesn't mean we're ooey and gooey and, oh, we got to make sure. No, safety is meaning, hey, I'm the leader here. I'm going to get you over there because it has to be done for your safety. Like sometimes we've got to take that initiative to be that strong. Yeah. Sometimes it is. And he made a really valid point that also the personality of our horse will come into play. So for example, we have a horse who <laughs> he's at a very thoroughbred and he has a really cool personality. personality in the fact that he really likes to challenge everything. Mm -hmm. Now we learned so much more from Chris knowing that, yes, we do have to keep our horse safe, but what the horse is needing us to do is step it up so we can help yeah. him to not cross these lines because his personality is challenged to challenge where are we at? Are we allowing him to get away with things that we didn't know how to fix yeah. before? So this has been really interesting too. And really when yeah. you think about that, that still comes back to not being a liability to ourselves. It is. Because you have to step up into that yep. space to keep ourselves safe, right? Because yep. Kokomi's not small. No, <laughs> he is not small. No, he's, so he's if, a biggie. If he's crossing lines and that kind of thing, we had to make sure that we were stepping into that 
I'm, oh, no. And we kind of didn't go there. No, <laughs> I'm not going to say what I call it. <laughs> That's funny. Nope. <laughs> and we'll just leave it like That's that. That's where it is. You hey, can, Brittany. You can private message us for that. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Well, I think that was a good day on yeah. uh, equine assisted learning and just asking yourself, are you a liability? Make yourself your own little checklist. Bring it out once a month just to check on in all the time. Yep. 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 <laughs> That's the way to, I love checklists. Why? Because then I can take a pen and a paper and I can check them off or will I actually kind of script them? She does. That's my favorite way is making the list and then scribbling it all off because it's like, it's done. Yeah. And she likes making lists for other people too. Oh, yeah. It makes her happy. I'm sure of it. I do. And my kids, every <laughs> morning, my kids walked up those little stairs and they had a nice little to-do list every single morning. Well, no, Sunday I made, no, I didn't. It was most times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just a list maker. Yeah. They are good, well-rounded young women now. Darn toot and galoot. Thanks, ladies. Always learn something. Oh, perfect. Right. Thanks so Excellent, much, Excellent, Jim. Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I don't just me. Oh, too funny. All right. So Have an amazing day, everyone. Yeah. And I think we're on same same times next week. I, I feel so. Yeah. So we'll see you back here talking uh, a lot more about equine assisted learning. Oh, Rachie Rach, our facilitator of the month. Oh, yeah. So amazingly empowering when we can actively listen to our horses every interaction. They speak so clear and loudly, often more than humans. Thanks for this today, ladies. And extra thanks for everything you gals continue to do. Aww. Aww. And Michelle, love you too. Thank you. Aww. Aww. Love you too. Look at these smooshy smooshies. I love mushy mush. <laughs> mushy mush is one of my favorites. That's exactly right. Okay. Be well, everyone. Remember, you are a life changer. You are, don't let anybody tell you otherwise, you are unique and a gift to this world. And now in the interim with horses, just always maintain that one piece. The yeah. number one thing your horse needs to feel is safe. And guess what? When you're living in your own gift and accepting who you are, you're safe. So look at how it actually balances out for the two of you. Absolutely. And we'll see you guys all next week. If you do have other things you want to know about equine assisted learning, yeah. put them in the comments too, because we... We'd we always love like to, to have more them. to talk about. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it works well for us. Have a fantastic week, everybody. And we'll see you next time for more EAL chat.